Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The municipal election is uh, coming up next Monday, and uh, CHML's coverage, uh, extensive coverage, uh, will begin uh, just as the polls close, actually before the polls close, and then they will have up to the second information for you. Uh, we'll be broadcasting from Hamilton City Hall, but uh, we are looking with great interest on what's going on across the bay at the same time, and that being the city of Burlington, where there is a very interesting uh, race in, in a number of wards and, of course, for the mayor's chair. So we want to spend a little time talking about that today. And, uh, and of course, uh, CHML Sarah Kane is going to be at Burlington City Hall for the election coverage next Monday night. She joins us here in studio, a reporter, an- news anchor, of course, that you hear all the time here on CHML, and Burlington resident. That's right. Good to have you here. Thanks for Thanks coming for in today. Me, uh, I, I'm getting the sense, and I've tried to read as much as I can. I've talked to some folks I know out in Burlington. And, and if I could just capsulize this, the, what I'm getting from this is this is all about downtown. Absolutely. I, and I mean, they have other issues. They have affordable housing issues. They have all sorts of things, just like every other city does. And, and, and I know that's important to some people, but it all seems to center around about a seven or eight block area downtown and what's going to happen with that and what is happening with it. Yeah. And the tension has been building over the last, I would say, few years over this issue as more and more applications for high rise buildings crop up and most of them are they're looking at the downtown in certain blocks in certain areas Martha Street as a 26 story one that was approved while it went to the OMB and then they handed it over to the developer and gave it the green light so that's just one of many and so they're processing these applications and now we've got kind of two candidates that are uh, well many candidates but the it really has kind of divided between of course the incumbent uh, Mayor Rick Goldbring and then on the other side of things Mary and me Ward is also in this race. Of course, another name is Mike Wallace. So there are a few people, but I mean, that is the issue that they're talking about. And that started uh, long before this election uh, was on anybody's horizon. I mean, uh, uh, Marianne Mead Ward, of course, is the councillor, was the councillor. She's given up her seat to run for the mayor's job, but uh, for the downtown area. And of course, uh, they they clashed on on a number of these projects that were going forth. And there's been a lot of acrimony uh, uh, on the whole council, but especially with with Mayor Goldring and with Marianne Mead Ward. Certainly, I think the mayor was definitely, I mean, as they do, trying to build some kind of conses- consensus around, you know, certain buildings, trying to negotiate, you know, what those, uh, you know, how far they would go in terms of how high these buildings would be allowed to be built. But Mary Mead Ward talked to residents, had residents groups that were coming forward to her and saying, you know, we're worried about the parking. We're worried about the infrastructure. Do we even have, you know, for sewage, you name it, um, the shadows that this will cast, the way that this will change the feeling of our downtown core. You used to live down there. I did, yeah. Just and, and you, right you, across you, from Spencer Smith Park. Exactly, uh, and uh, so you've you've seen what's going on there, and and, and I've talked to a number of residents about this, and uh, I, I talked to Mayor Goldwyn, talked to Rob McIsaac when he was the mayor about that, and there was something a certain charm to downtown Burlington. You know that there was going to be growth, and there was some commercial activity that was going on there, but at the same time, uh, you know, all the things that they've talked about and debated here: building heights, uh, the character, the streetscape. Uh, the facades of the buildings. There's something unique that that I think a lot of people found quite charming. Plus the fact that there are so many wonderful heritage buildings within a block of the downtown. That's right. That's th- that, th- I guess the fear here is that's all going to change now. Yeah, I think that definitely is the fear. I mean, we've got this little area to the Village Square, which I think is underutilized, and there's some opportunities for businesses to pop in there. I'm not sure if that will be targeted, but it's kind of got that cobblestone feel, and it's got that kind of homey downtown feel that people are looking for when they're popping into shops. Well, 
I mean, one of the most famous spots, one of the, our favorites, of course, is Emma's Back Porch. Now, that's on the waterfront. Yep. They're building, what, a 26-story building right beside right it now? Right beside it, yeah. That's the one. It, yeah, uh, the yeah it's, it's, it kind of changes the landscape, doesn't it? It does. And, I mean, they're also looking at what they're calling the kind of an, an ominous stone, the Twin Towers across from uh, City Hall. I mean, and that is just going to absolutely change the feeling of that street. I mean, City Hall itself is going to look tiny next to these two tall towers if they do get built. Well, they've already gone through one appeals process on that one. I guess the other one is going to have to be dealt with by the new city council. Uh, But there's got to be a certain frustration. I I talked to a number of uh, neighbors in that particular area Mm -hmm. because they obviously have rallied now on this issue and uh, demanded that the council actually take a stand on this. Uh, Yet when the tribunal, and it'll be the tribunal, not the OMB anymore, but when the tribunal comes back, Uh, and rules on this, uh, I I think you're going to find an awful lot of frustrated people. This may be happening in spite of the fact that everybody else is, uh, seemingly everybody seems to be opposed to what's going on. And I think people are just looking for someone to champion that cause. I think maybe there is an understanding that it is, to some degree, out of their hands. It'll go to a tribunal now, and, and then we'll see what happens. But they want to see someone standing up for the downtown. And Obviously, Mary Mead Ward, that being, you know, she was a counselor for that ward, uh, has been really at the front and center of that. And uh, we've also, you know, heard about these growth targets and what's going on there and some of the pressures coming from the province. So it's a it's a difficult position to be in and try and negotiate in the city. It really has very few places left to grow, and so they're trying to stick a lot of this development in the downtown core. Why don't they just take over Waterdown? Yeah, that that may have come up. <laughs> Is anybody talking about that? They did when initially uh, Mayor Rick Goldbring had gone uh, to Queen's Park, brought it up, and uh, of course we did hear the reaction from even people here in Hamilton, councillors, the mayor mm-hmm. himself, very disappointed to hear that uh, they weren't approached at least first to have that conversation. Uh, and. I mean, he had said at the time that what he's hoping is for a moratorium on those growth targets, that that is what he would prefer to see so that they can really work this out and and talk about it at length before, you know, jumping to those conclusions. But he also kind of threw that out there, too. So that uh, it has been an a interesting topic of discussion for Burlingtonians. Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, it seemed to be a one-day story, and, and, and I don't think anybody at Queen's Park even responded to it. So I, I'd, I'd be very surprised if anything happened about that. But but there are other issues. I mean, the downtown, I think you're absolutely right, uh, Sarah, is, is obviously going to be key. I mean, even if you're living north of, of, of you know the, the QEW, you're still concerned about downtown issues. Absolutely. And I, you can see, not that signs vote, but I mean, you can, you can see in the area what that looks like. You can, if you go to Eldershot, if you go a little bit, you know, if you're going up water down road for the part that still is Burlington, there are the, and you talk to people in those areas, you get a sense that, that this is a big issue for them too. So what else are we talking about here? Like I say, there's the usual shopping list here of things like affordable housing, uh, infrastructure. I know that uh, the, the last council spent an awful lot of time on their official plan Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and about where they're going to grow, which is really, I guess, the uh, part of the greater problem here. I mean, we focused on the downtown, but there are other areas that are slated for growth, too, like around the GO stations. Yeah, they're uh, trying to do that transit hub just in the same way that Hamilton would, but they're trying to really build around transit hubs and make that uh, a focal point. There is one right on Branch Street and that has been, you know, redone in that area, and so there's towers going up there as well. Eldershot has some some growth and some redevelopment happening as well. Of course, the solid gold building um, that we know about there on Eldershot is being uh, is being taken over, and they're looking at putting an application for 
not something quite as tall as some of the applications that have been submitted for downtown, but something there. Uh, Georgian Court, also in Eldershot, they're looking at redoing that whole housing complex. There, so is there a sense, lot going on. Is there a sense of inevitability that this stuff is going to happen? Uh, as we've seen growth, and, and Hamilton's experienced this to a certain extent, so why wouldn't Burlington, uh, this move from the GTA? As, as the GTA becomes less affordable and, and obviously people that want to, you know, live in high rises or whatever mm-hmm. uh, can't afford it anymore, they're going to start looking to areas. And developers obviously have seen that. And I, I don't want to call it an invasion, but there's certainly a, an influx Absolutely. of out-of-town out developers that are just looking at Burlington, especially along that waterfront and in the downtown. And and thinking this is this is the next uh, place we're going to make a stand. Yeah, they want those accessibility points. Is it still going to be easy for me to get to work if I if I work in Toronto or somewhere along the way? And it's a beautiful community. It's uh, you know it's been recognized on numerous lists for you know the different amenities and and the beauty that it has as as does Hamilton. So I mean this is the natural place for things to go. And I think the people that are already living in those neighborhoods just want they're not necessarily against growth from what i i can gather at least it's just within reason let's not go you know crazy let's not compromise the feeling that we have created in our communities well and the other thing that always concerns i think a lot of people is displacement and and i know that's going to happen with some at the to use your phrase the twin tower projects uh there are a couple of shops that are located right on the main street there that are going to have to leave, basically, including the well, the Began uh, Bakery. Yeah, Kelly's uh, Bake Shop. No um, relation, by the way. Yeah. Although I have met her, she's a wonderful yes. lady, and yes, uh, she and is. and they make great stuff, by the way. But the, the reality here is, you know, she's concerned, obviously, that not only am I going to have to move, but or you know, that even if there's going to be commercial on the ground floor there, which they're planning, mm-hmm. uh, you got to figure the rent's going to be a lot higher than what she's paying right that now. That was just what I was going to say. I mean, if you talk to Mary Me Ward about this, I mean, that is one of her biggest talking points about some of these buildings that are coming in they are offering commercial on the ground but first they're going those businesses are going to have to survive that construction phase you're going to have to figure out what they're going to do in the meantime and then they don't know what they're coming back to they don't know if they're even going to be able to afford what is already you know as you can imagine it's it's pricey to be in the downtown core so they don't even know what they're coming back to what that's going to look so this like. is like commercial uh, gentrification then yeah, I mean, we talk about that from a yeah. residential standpoint, but in other words, these commercial businesses are, are being, they say anyway, being driven out of the core. Absolutely, yeah. More often than not, we're talking about the on the other side, but this is definitely a, a commercial displacement of business. And this, this is a time when I think Burlington really needs to start generating and taking up some different spaces that are still open in, in the downtown. So if we're kind of pushing out some of the ones that are already there. I mean, I don't know how much that's going to be a draw for people. Are people even going to want to go downtown? Well, I, and I, I would suggest, yeah, they are. And I, I'm going to submit that maybe Burlington is actually a victim of their own success yeah. uh, because they've done a lot of things right over the years. I mean, they've all, every t- place has warts. We get that. And there've been some, some arguments, but they finally got the waterfront. They got the pier done. They did it, get it the took, pier done. It took yes. them about a hundred years, but they finally got the pier done. Spencer Smith Park that you referenced is is just a beautiful place. Uh, so that's there. The Performing Arts Center, which opened in a, few, in a few years it's ago, an incredible right now. place to go. Yeah. So in other words, in another if if I wanted to live in a condo in Burlington, I probably want to live downtown because all the amenities are right there. You would. It's it's got everything. So at the so there's a demand there. Maybe not necessarily from the residents who are already there. Yeah, but that's right. From others that want to move there. To, to do this. So, they, I mean, there's there's just these conflicting forces that are coming and they're meeting downtown. That's the battleground. 
yeah, uh, people trying to imagine, you know, all all those more more people, all the feet on the street, what that's going to look like. Do we have the parking? I mean, what is the congestion and traffic going to look like downtown? No, it's you so don't like, have the parking. That's right. Anytime we I'm going don't. Downtown. So, I mean, yeah, we do have some, as you mentioned, some of those great anchor spots that will always bring people down. I mean, the park alone, Spencer Smith Park is beautiful. But I think that's maybe another fear, too. You talk about um, the building that's near um, Emma's obscuring or completely blocking the view to such a gem. I mean, you we've don't want to see you right don't want to see what did, what Toronto did. We're all you you're can't looking see into the someone waterfront. else's window and yeah. you're looking at someone else's building. That's the, the, not the waterfront what you is totally see a blow, you know, drive along the garden or if you, even if you live there, you can't see the waterfront unless you've bought one of the condos that's right facing the water. That's ridiculous. And they I, I can understand they don't want to do that. And they've done they've done a pretty good job of protecting against that now, but it just seems as if this large influx of development right now is causing them to rethink a lot of this stuff. I think so too. Now, what's this going to do to voter turnout? You would always hope that any kind of issue like this. I mean, I always want to see a, a strong voter turnout, no matter what the issues may be. But I think it might drive people this time. I mean, you've got an incumbent, uh, this mayor, Mayor Rick Goldbring's been there two times. He's running again. So, I mean, will people kind of stick with his vision, or are they really that worried about the downtown core? I guess that's what we'll see. And all of these developments, whether it be downtown or elsewhere, and and kind of weighing in on, you know, you said maybe it's just a one-story uh, thing, but uh, talking about water down and these kind of efforts to see where go- growth could go elsewhere. I mean, we'll see if how that all plays out, but I think it will drive people to the polls. I'm always fascinated to see what the advanced polling numbers were, because uh, that usually indicates that people are in, you know, getting into it. And uh, I haven't seen any numbers on that. Actually, to that point, uh, Burlington is a a little more advanced than Hamilton, they a lot are. more advanced. No, they have online voting, they do, like, yeah, like a lot of other municipalities yep. are yep. starting to adopt right now. And that's helpful. So I think that's probably going to be a factor too. Uh, you're going to have a busy night on Monday. I am. It's going to be exciting to see what happens and uh, who turns out and what this is going to look like. Well, uh, we'll be watching and you and I will be talking about it back and forth as we uh, converse from across the bay. Uh, mm-hmm. Very interesting races in Burlington. And Sarah Kane, of course, from CHML News, will be there covering it. Thanks for this today. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.